The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore is just the place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low-end shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer branded clothing needs. So next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Lydia Kazakavich, and the name of this podcast, K-Pop This, and you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of any Hood branded merch. But listen to the show first. Hello, and welcome back to K-Pop This Sh- a podcast where each episode I talk about my first impressions of K-Pop groups I've never listened to before. I'm your host, Lydia Kaz, and this episode I'm going to be talking about Pentagon. If you like the show, feel free to give it a follow. Links will be in the description. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome back. As I said in the intro, today I'm going to be talking about a group called Pentagon, and my, I guess, interest in them kind of Resparked recently due to one of the members being in a show called Boys Planet, which I will get to later. Um, but Pentagon was created by another survival show called Pentagon Maker, and they debuted as a 10-member group on October 10th, 2016, under Cube Entertainment. The current members are Hui, he's the leader, uh, Jeho, Hongsuk, Shimon, Yewon, Yanan, Yuto, Kino, and Wusuk. Um, they used to have, uh, well, they used to have 10 members, um, and the other member's name was Ethan, but he left the group later on, and now they're down to nine. So the fan base are called Universe. They currently have 12 mini albums out, five Japanese mini albums out, and one full length album, which I find interesting that they only have like one full length album, especially since they've been around for like seven years so i'm not really sure what the like logic behind that is but it's fine um so they are a third gen group which means like they are older and half of their members have completed their military service already so shimon yoan kino and wusuk still need to complete their service uh yuto and yanan do not yanan is uh chinese and yuto is japanese so they don't have to worry about that kind of stuff um so Pentagon has kind of gone through some shit, I guess to say nicely. Um, like I said earlier, Edon left the group in 2018, and the group is now down to nine, and that was because of him and one of, there's another artist in Cube, and they were dating, and that was against their contract, so they were forced to leave, which again, I think is bullshit, but that's just how the entertainment, like the K-pop entertainment industry runs, which is unfortunate. Um, and then uh, Yana's been on multiple hiatuses because of mental health reasons, and then after Hui finished his military service, which I think ended last November of 2022, he is now on a survival show called Boys Planet because they aren't being recognized as much in the industry as they used to be. It sucks to see like older K-pop groups start to like fade out, especially due to like the inactivity during like their military enlistments. And some of the things that he said like on the show is that um, as the leader, since he is like the leader of the group, he felt like there was nothing else he could do for the members to try to keep them together as a group under their current company. So he's like, well, 
I'm gonna go on this show and try to bring back like a reputation, which is kind of heartbreaking for me when I heard about it the first time. I was really sad and kind of mad at their entertainment company for not kind of promoting them more. Even when they were like at their prime, they still weren't really paid attention to a lot. Um, Hui's still on Boy's Planet. He actually made it to the final 18. And I think Thursday, April 20th is when the final episode is and whoever the last like nine trainees are get to form like a new boy group. So fingers crossed that he makes it. Um, I'm really proud of like how much like he's committed to this and how like dedicated he is to his group and to his members and wanting to like be able to do something for them. And then Jinho is also on a show called Phantom Singer, and Phantom Singer is a music audition show in which artists from various music genres, such as classical music, musical, and Korean traditional music, gather and compete against each other by performing on a crossover stage. The show aims to form a male crossover vocal quartet with the best singers, and that's from the new site K-Odyssey. I actually haven't heard of Phantom Singer before until now, and I looked it up, and it is kind of cool run a little different than like how the survival shows are so it is interesting to see the difference in how those work um but other than that i'm not gonna lie i have no idea where the rest of the members are like i follow them on instagram and they're kind of just all you know doing their own thing um i think yanan's in shanghai right now i'm not really sure what he's doing i saw that there are rumors about him also being like on like a survival show so i will be (laughs) interested to see how that turns out but for the purposes of this podcast, I'm just going to kind of do a little dive back into their music video history up until I think their most recent um, single that they released. And I will have to double check when that was because I don't remember. But yeah, moving on, we will start out with their first single or their, I guess, their debut single. Um, it's called Gorilla from the first mini album, Pentagon. So I'm not gonna lie, I have heard of Pentagon before. Um, I heard Shine when it first came out and that was kind of like their primary, but I'll talk about that later. So I actually had no idea that this song existed by them. I've not seen anything about it since I've been into K-pop, but we'll uh, give it a shot and see kind of where they started out. So already starting out, I like the vibe a lot too. It is kind of like underground-ish. Lots of brass, which is interesting because you don't really see that that much in, I guess, K-pop, especially now. At least from, like, what I've heard. But it's got, like, a really catchy, like, beat to it. So I guess it's kind of, like, a love song-ish. I've, like, tried to look at the lyric translation as, like, the music video is playing. Uh, you know, the masculine kind of stuff that comes along with the love song stuff. I do like the aesthetic of this video too. It's interesting though, cause it also goes like from like that underground, like concrete kind of, I don't know, not wear and tear, but like more rough kind of look to it. And then they cut the shots of them in like this really like clean, pristine, just like white, I don't know if it's like classroom or what. And then they're all wearing like really nice, like white buttons, white slacks, and their hair's like all like straight and there's like no texture, no nothing to it. It's kind of weird like seeing them look like androids in a way. I will say Iran does have a very, because he's still in some of these videos so he will be mentioned, but he has a very distinct like voice. It's kind of higher pitched and he's a rapper so I don't like I don't know how to describe it. 
Because if I heard his voice in like other songs, I would definitely be able to recognize it. I mean, in general, though, it's also just interesting seeing like the older K-pop videos. And I mean, this is not like very beginning of like K-pop because if you want to do that, you talk to like about like Super Junior and like Shiny from like 2009. But just the difference in how the music videos were like, I guess, choreographed and made to how they look like today, it's kind of insane. I think I was watching one of their interviews too and they said that Gorilla was one of the hardest choreographies that they've done. And this is like a recent-ish interview where they said that. So I can definitely understand how that's a difficult choreography. I mean in general I do like the song. <laughs> the music video is kind of just like, it, it looks like a debut song or like a debut video just with how like their outfits look and then the not like CGI, but like how it was edited. Like you can tell it's older. Um, I do like the brass in it just because I feel like, again, like it's something that you don't really hear that much in K-pop. Um, so I think that was a nice kind of like unique aspect to it. So the next song is called Critical Beauty and it's from their third mini album, Ceremony. So it starts out they're all like these nice suits in like a abandoned warehouse. I like the intro to it. I don't remember where like the sound is kind of comes from. I will put it in here because it's extremely recognizable. I'm just blanking out, don't remember where it's from. But this is like a cute little video. It's kind of like candy shop, like 1950s candy shop aesthetic, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Cause like their suits are like really bright, like stripes. Like some of them are in like pink and red striped suits and then the other ones are in like a pastel bluish kind of like again though this is like kind of like another like love song-ish kind of thing um but again it's just like a cute i guess fluffy kind of song if that makes any sense either um like i don't really know how else to describe it but again i think like the aesthetic of the whole video does fit really well with like the lyrics and kind of the whole vibe of the song and it's cute because now they're in like this like nice little carnival kind of setup and then they've got like the matching outfits and whatnot now oh this is interesting they have like actual i guess like circus carnival performers they have like people doing the acrobatics and the trapeze and stuff which i think is cool cute little addition one thing i know so at least in like the last video in this video, like Yuta doesn't really have that much, have that many parts in the songs, which are unfortunate because um, I also do really like his voice, but then also line distribution, but that's a whole other situation that I'm just not gonna get into. Um, Cause I think K-pop in general has problems with that. They've gotten better at it. Back to the actual song. Again, it's just like a cute little like fluffy song. I do like it. It's probably out of, I guess, the two that I've listened to so far, not really my favorite, but I do like the, like, beat and the instrumental, I guess the actual, like, music part of it. So the next song I'm going to listen to is called Runaway, and it's off their fifth mini album called Demo 2. So this one's actually, it's got a different vibe to it already. They're kind of, like, in a auto garage. It's definitely not, like, cute and fluffy like the other two were. This one definitely seems a little bit more like rough and tough, <laughs> as like cheesy as that sounds. 
Although I think I'm also biased because I love the aesthetic of this video, but also because of the fact that their outfits are red and black. Red and black are two of my favorite colors. Um, I do like, I guess, like the translations and the meaning of the song are probably just, from my understanding, it's about just like, oh yeah, this world's kind of like gone to shit. <laughs> um, but I'm like, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep like trying to do my best, trying to fight through whatever the whatever happens like you can't stop me kind of thing but then also in one sense it's like um you can't control everything so i'm just gonna like run away and go like have fun with what i'm able to do and i think like the music like instrumental aspect of this is a lot more i don't know if it's like generated is the right answer because i don't really know the whole rundown of how songs are produced um but it definitely doesn't have as much i guess organic sounds as like Critical Beauty or Gorilla did with like the brass and then like the drums in it. Um, this one does sound a lot more, I guess, generated, if that makes any sense. Also, um, both Hui and uh, Jinho's vocals are kind of like nutty. Um, I know in one episode of like the Boys Planet stuff that I was watching, like Hui's like high notes. He can go like six seven i guess i don't know if octaves is the right one but like six seven different like levels up um from i guess what his i don't know normal key is i do really like this song too um i think this is my favorite again out of the three that i've listened to so far it definitely seems like more of my vibe um i don't know i think i also just like the meaning behind it kind of just like yeah life is kind of like shit but <laughs> you know, kind of just try to stay strong through whatever's going on. And you know what, if it goes to crap, then we all just run away and, uh, you know, have fun in our own little world kind of like meaning behind it. So the next song that I'm listening to is called Shine. And this was pretty much the peak of their career from what I've kind of seen. It was right before like Idan left. It was right before Yanan went on, I guess, I think his first hiatus. And this was off of their sixth mini album called Positive. I have heard this song before. I have watched this music video before and I kind of get nostalgic now listening to it especially after like all the stuff that's gone down with like boys planet and jinho being on uh, phantom singer and just knowing like their history because this was kind of like their peak you know the time when they were like the happiest and all together um but yeah <laughs> this is also just like a little dorky love song and like their outfits don't really make any sense they're all just like random like some of them are in like blazers and others are just in like t-shirts and ripped jeans um but i will definitely put part of the chorus in this um podcast because i do love it it's so freaking catchy i just i could go on and on about how much i love this song um but yeah, they just sound like, like really adorable in this one. Just because, again, like, dorky love song. But yeah, it's funny though. I showed one of my friends this in Yanan's outfit. He's wearing a red Balenciaga polo with, like, khakis. And I'm like, yo, why does this man look like he works at a Target? Because <laughs> he does. Um, but yeah, I just find it funny. But yeah, I think 
if you listen to K-pop and you don't know Shine by Pentagon, I feel like you've kind of been living under a rock or you're a newer K-pop stan. Because this was like the song, I think, of K-pop when it came out in, I think it was 2018. Um, oh, April 2nd of 2018. So it just had five years since the video came out. But yeah, I think this is the one that kind of brought them the most attention. But yeah, it's kind of like, oh, like, I'm sorry. I'm like a loser, but I love you. It's, ah, oh, I love it. It's so dorky. It's adorable. Oh, also, um, part of the choreography that they do in this one, I don't know if the Fortnite shoot dance came before or after this. I think it was before, but it's funny because that's like one of the main points of their choreo. But yeah, I just, pl please go listen to the song because it's just, Really happy-go-lucky, cute, fluffy, adorable, makes me want to get up and dance. But at the same time, again, like, nostalgic when you kind of know, like, the history of the group and um, all the, like, crap that they've had to go through. Uh, um, out of all the songs that I'm going to talk about today, I think Shine is probably my top favorite out of every single one of them. Spring Snow might be right behind that as a second. And they also did, uh, I guess, a mashup of Shine and Spring Snow for a show that they were all that they were on called Road to Kingdom. Um, I'll talk about that when I listen to Spring Snow, though, because that has its own like sob story behind it too. But for right now, we're gonna listen to Sha La La off of the eighth mini album called Genius. And Kino was in the music video, but he wasn't really dancing because he hurt his leg, uh, so he's out of the choreography for this. Okay, so the music video opens up and somebody's just drawing a piano. Fantastic opening. I love it. But then they also have like the piano instrumental for the opening scene too. I think this is going to be one of those music videos that I kind of just watch it and it's just like, what the f I just watch? <laughs> because it's like, it's got like the glitch, like the tech glitches out kind of thing, if that makes any sense. And it's just a bunch of random green screen stuff. I'm not going to lie. I feel like as much of a mess as the visuals in this music video are going to be, and I say mess in a good way. I'm probably, like, I, I love it though. It kind of gives it like that nice little unique, I guess, touch to it. This does have a little bit of a different vibe than like Shine. Like Shine is also like super energetic, but I guess in a different way. I feel like this one has more like bass slash like EDM kind of vibes to it. Like this is something I feel like you'd listen to in like a dance club. I, yeah, I was right. Like this whole music video just what in the world is going on on the screen essentially and then their outfits are all kind of just like not crazy just like a little a little out there um and then like he's got like bright orange hair and then yanan's got like pink hair with like blue purple yellow like streaks in it it's funny how they like just randomly add kino into the different um scenes on this song especially since he's not able to do the choreography but I think that's like a really cute touch. Okay, now I'm just confused. They have just like Yana, like three of him just like spinning through a galaxy. And now like Shinwon's also spinning through a galaxy. They, this is what I imagine someone if they're just like lucid dreaming or something. I mean, I'd say something else, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on podcasts. <laughs> but I think y'all know what I'm trying to get at. Oh, it's cute. At the very end of the I think they kind of make it seem like uh, Kino was playing like a video game and like the whole music video was a video game So that's kind of interesting. I like how they did that But yeah, that was the one that I would definitely like listen to probably 
a lot. So the next song I'm gonna listen to is called Dr. Bebe and it's off of their first full album called Universe The Black Hall. And already this has a completely different vibe than any of the other songs that they've had. It seems a lot darker. The whole like they start out and they're like in this again like underground thing. They're all wearing like the black kind of darker aesthetic with like red like mood lighting if that makes sense. Lots of bass. It's definitely more of like an eerier vibe to it. Like heavy I I don't know if emo is the right word to describe it, but it's kind of emo. Ayo, okay. <laughs> Hongsook's got like this weird like crop top thing going on where it's kind of just like sleeves connected I guess at the back and then I have like a few like chains in the front and then it's like abs are showing. Well this is interesting. The choreography is definitely really like powerful but I like the individual shots that they have because they're all kind of in like their own well obviously like scene but they have different ones like your one's kind of sitting in a chair which is like pieces just like cloth wrap around him with a blindfold on. Woosuk's got like a double. I like his wrap in this part though. Um, and then I think Hongsook's got like chains all around him for his scene. Kino is sitting in the middle of like a hallway with like hands coming out of the walls, like trying to grab him. And then I have no idea who that was standing in a bathroom, like screaming at a mirror. I think this one's about like being stuck. I don't know if it's in, like, a relationship or what. Probably a relationship. Which is, like, being stuck and not being able to get out. Like, the chorus literally says, like, love, fall, hurt, and crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of, like, darker, eerier vibe. Oh, like, one of them was, like, scratching at, like, a wall trying to get out. Like, that's kind of freaky. Well, I kind of like the, like, bridge part, because, like, Wusuk and um, Yuto go back and we're kind of, like, rapping. There's so much going on in this choreography, though. I don't want to know how long it, like took them to try to learn how to do this because like i know they said gorilla was probably one of their hardest choreographies but this one i think they lift like hong Sook up and then he just like falls back on like four of them or something but yeah it's kind of like this one's like again a lot darker they're all kind of going like insane-ish and it ends with like yon running down like this really dark hallway and then it leads to like all of them sitting in a white room with like ashes like flying around them in a metronome I don't know, that, one, that one's like really freaky, but I kind of love it. Oh, but at the very, very end, they're all just like standing in just like, I guess hospital like gowns kind of, cause I mean they have like shirts and pants on, but it's like all white, super pristine, clean area with like the medical trays and like um, a gurney just sitting there and they're all like standing in the line, like facing like one direction, it's kind of creepy. But again, it's creepy and I love it. Okay, so the next one I'm going to talk about is Spring Snow. This one technically actually doesn't have a music video, but it was one of their singles and they performed it like on the music shows and everything. Um, I wanted to talk about it though because this is, well like Shine and Spring Snow I think are my top two favorite songs by this group. Spring Snow is really, really adorable. Again, it's just like a cute like love song. Um, this one, I'd, I don't know if it's more like relationship love song or just like friendship kind of song but basically the story behind kind of like this one and why i now get emotional listening to it is because they did that mashup of shine and spring snow for the song or for the show road to kingdom and on the episode that they performed it it was right before it was jinho's last performance before he left for the military so they did like a little tribute to him in it so they start out 
um and it's like the shine opening but it's um like a remix of it so it's definitely a little different but when they transition to spring snow all the members like leave the stage and then they play like little clips of like their past just like video like music videos and just interviews or any kind of like little mini documentary things that they've done and then like each member has a little like video of them saying like oh it's you know like i love you like song i love you um and then the rest of the guys like come out on stage again and they're like crying and he's like trying to sing and this man is like bawling his eyeballs out it's just like i am so sad every time i listen to this now and it doesn't even have to bring be like the mashup because they do have that on spotify too but um just listening to spring snow makes me cry but it's such a sweet like little tribute and one thing they added in this one is that the very end um Dan Hill's like walking kind of down the stage by himself and all the members kind of like join him um and some of the last like lyrics to the song are translate to like my friend even if time passes this memory will last forever spring snow will come to us too and there's like white confetti and like pink confetti to kind of like i guess act as like flower petal or the cherry blossoms um but yeah if i can add the ending to this song in this i will but they're all like bawling their eyes out and they end and they're all sitting on a bench and like Jenna's trying to sing and he just like loses it and I'm like might as well just stab me right through the heart because holy crap um but I mean the song by itself like Spring Snow it's it's really cute um super upbeat but yeah it's cute it's I feel like it's got more like guitar I wouldn't say like rock maybe like pop rock kind of vibes to it which is what I used to listen to a lot in middle school so it kind of works yeah, off that little tangent, um, the next song is called Daisy. So, this one's also darker, kind of like how Dr. Bebe was. Um, and I guess, like, the story behind this song is in between, like, Dr. Bebe and Daisy, the group kind of went through another, like, kind of pit of bleh. I guess is the only way do I know how to describe it. And Daisy was, in a way, kind of what kept the group from breaking up. Um, So that's also, again, like another, like, stab to the heart. Um, So this song means a lot to, like, their group and their fans. And it is so, so good. Um, From the visuals and the story that they're telling with... Um, I guess, like, again, like, the video itself, and then the lyrics, um, I don't know, I, it's kind of beautiful how well they're able to make everything work together, and then also the cover art for the single, um, was painted, I think, by Kino, which, again, just adds, like, that other level of, um, like, meaning to it. I don't know if I'd say this one's, like, a (laughs) like a breakup song um but it's kind of like I guess looking back I guess on a relationship um so they're kind of saying like oh I loved you but everything's a lie I guess is the easiest way to put it based off of the lyric translations and they're um 
I'm blanking out on what the word is. But they're using, like, the daisy as kind of, like, a metaphor um, to, like, having, like, a pure relationship. Like, the pure white, like, color of a daisy. Um, but then, like, the relationships that they're in, they kind of get, like, burned by. Really meaningful song. It is beautiful. The choreography, it's powerful, but it's also just, like, super, like, I don't know, not fluid, delicate. That's the word I need to describe it with and then at the end they just have like a little paragraph of kind of um like love and pain and how the two connect the next song is called do or not off of their 11th mini album love or take i love the artwork for this album it's kind of like anime themed so i think that's really cute um but i think this is the last single they had before we left for the military um this one is kind of always like what it's what it's about it's like oh like, do you love me or not? Like, kind of just say if you do or not. And if you don't, then it's like, <laughs> not whatever, but I don't know. It sounds kind of, like, happy-go-lucky, though. But yeah, like, the whole um, video is kind of funny because there's just, like, this <laughs> one girl that I guess kind of stands in um, as just, like, the girl that they're trying to get with. <laughs> and they're just, like, chasing her around the whole time, being like, hey, do you love me or not? And then again, they have like their own separate little scenes. But that's funny because it goes back to like other dancing in like a high school gymnasium. Kind of just like that, not dumb, but just like the nostalgic little like high school relationship kind of thing. It's nice. They're also dancing in like hot pink suits, which I think is cool. But the chorus for this one is also super catchy. So if I can put it in, I will. <laughs> it's funny at the end they're all just like sitting in a living room watching a tv and they all look depressed because they weren't able to get the girl that they wanted which i think is hilarious and then they all are just screwing around in a parking lot then at the very like very very end it's cute it's fluffy i like it uh it's just interesting though how back and forth their i guess comebacks are i guess going from like super dark into like cute little fluffy love song kind of thing but yeah, the next and the final song I'm going to listen to is called Feeling Like, and this was their most recent off of their 12th mini album, Invite You, and this came out January 24th, 2022. I do like the vibe to this one already. It's different to some of the other ones. I feel like it's like more, I don't know if posh is the right word, but they're dancing in like an art gallery, and it's not as like loud kind of like in your face the tempo's a little bit slower but it's nice because the choreography like really works with like i guess really syncs up with the beat because they do have this study like just like um the kind of thing through like the whole song and again i think this is another like not like love song because it's not like saying oh like i love you or like confessing or anything but it's kind of like one of those like oh i know you want me and i know you want me too kind of songs I also do like your does rap in this one too. I wish he had more lines. Cause his voice is really pretty. Same with like him and like Shimon. I feel like those two kind of get crapped out on lines the most out of the rest of the guys in the group. It's also interesting just to see how the group I guess the vibe 
I don't know if it changes, but there's a little bit of difference in it because Jinho was in the military during, oh wait, no, Jinho was back from the military for the song and Huya was the only one missing. So it's kind of interesting how like the song flows like without his voice in it. There aren't as many like super high parts in it, which makes sense because I think Huya's like the only one that really can hit those super, super high notes. Um, but I think the rest of the guy's voices like are also really, really nice. Um, and they fit the vibe of this song really, really well, especially without having, like, the differences in, like, the keys, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, that was, uh, Pentagon. I definitely have a newfound love for them, especially after, like, learning all the crap that they've had to go through between, like, their company just, like, under, like, promoting or under, like, utilizing. They don't really, like, care about them as much anymore and even when they did start out it didn't seem like the company really put that much effort into the group as a whole uh, but i do like their songs and i will probably do a deeper dive into like the songs that were in like singles didn't have music videos kind of thing um but yeah overall i like the vibe i think they fit both like the really fluffy happy-go-lucky song or like aesthetics really well but I think their darker songs are kind of um, their forte, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, definitely check out Pentagon, show Hui some love on Boys Planet, show Jinho some love for uh, Phantom Singer 4, and go check out Shine, because it is a bop. Um, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any suggestions on groups you want me to check out, leave a comment below. And again, I'm Lydia Kaz, and this has been K-Pop the Shit. Once you learn their names, it's game over. I will see you next time. <laughs>